0: In our last episode, we examined a sidebar discussion between the attorneys and Judge Bruce Schrader regarding the introduction of character evidence about Anthony Huber during the testimony of Huber's great aunt, Sarah Hughes. On today's episode, we begin our exploration of the testimony offered by Sahil Sal Kindry and Anmol Sam Kindry sons of the owner of several car source locations in Kenosha, Wisconsin, including the lot that Kyle Rittenhouse was guarding on the night of the shootings, as well as the lot where Rittenhouse shot Joseph Rosenbaum. That's all coming up right after the break. Wow! Nice!
1: Yeah!
0: After the testimony of Joseph Rosenbaum's fiancée, Carrie-Ann Swart, Prosecutor Thomas Binger calls to the stand Sahil Sal Kindry, one of the sons of Anil Kindry, who owned several car-source dealerships in Kenosha. Kindry's parents are Indian immigrants. Sal Kindry appears to be in his mid-30s and sports short hair and a beard and mustache. He wears a black zip-up hoodie and a gray open-collared shirt. Kendry begins by explaining that, while he once worked for his father's business in Kenosha, he now has his own dealership in Milwaukee and went to the city to help his family out after they learned of arson and riot damage to their locations. Prosecutor Binger asks Sal Kindry to describe his experiences on the day he visited the damaged family properties. Kindry explains that he and his family visited the car source locations on Sheridan Road at 59th Street and at 63rd Street, as well as the location that had been previously referenced as a car source location at 60th and Sheridan. Kindry clarifies that this location is actually called Car Doctor and specializes in car repairs and detailing. Sal Kindry also states that one of the car source properties was heavily damaged by arson and vandalism. Binger then asks about his response when he saw the damage to the property.
3: Which morning was it that you came down? Do you recall which day it was? Monday morning. Monday morning? So this was after Sunday night into Monday morning? Yes. What, if anything, did you do after that? Cried. Okay. Um. What was the condition of the, the location that you've now described as car doctor?
4: Mm-hmm.
3: What was the condition of that location? Uh, that was fine. Did you see any damage to any property at that location?
0: No. Binger then asks Kindry about his knowledge of the defendant.
3: Did there come a time on that Monday or maybe the following day in which you spoke to anyone and I'm asking you personally, uh, spoke to anyone about protecting those properties? No. There's an individual in the court who's been identified as Kyle Rittenhouse. Yeah. Do you see him here in court today? Yes. Have you ever personally spoken to that person? No. Have you ever personally texted or called or spoken uh, uh, no. on the phone with that person? No. Okay. At any point during that Monday or Tuesday uh, process, did you ever um, speak with anyone about uh, protecting any of those locations? No. I actually don't even work there. Okay.
0: As Binger concludes his direct examination of Sal Kindry, it seems that he may be confusing Sal for his brother Sam, who will testify later, as he asks Sal if he goes by Sam. But according to Dominic Black, it was, in fact, Sal with whom he and Kyle Rittenhouse first interacted. Corey Shiroffacy then rises for cross-examination. Shiroffacy begins by clarifying the brothers' identities.
2: You go by Sal, does he go by Sam? Yes. Okay.
0: Shiroffacy then shows Sal Kindry a photograph of armed individuals in front of one of the car source locations. Among the armed individuals is Kyle Rittenhouse, and someone who looks like Sal Kindry.
2: Thank you? Yes. That is you? Yes. Okay. Um, I thought it was uh, Sam, but it's it's you?
5: Yeah, that's um, me.
2: And can you tell me where that picture is taken? 63rd
5: Street. 63rd, 63rd Street, yes. In Sheridan? Yes.
2: Okay. Um, that was taken on the night of the 25th, is that right?
5: Tuesday evening.
2: 25th? Okay. Now, you were asked, I think Mr. Bringer asked you if you can identify the person sitting at the table with the blue tie on, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And you had said that you've never seen him before?
5: Now I know his name, but I didn't know him before that.
2: Okay. If I told you that he was this guy right here, do you know that? Yes. Okay. And Mr. B- Mr. Binger asked you, if I have it right, if you had asked anyone to protect the property that night, right? Correct. Okay, and you had said no. no. So these men are on your property,
5: right? It's my dad's. Yes.
2: They're on your family's.
5: Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: You don't ask them to leave, correct?
5: Especially when they have guns and they dress up right in front of me. Uh, I was actually behind that silver Mercedes. There was a Hummer parked, which is our personal car. It had a brake line issue. And uh, we parked that car inside, me and my mechanic. And there were a bunch of cars came in around 7-ish. And then... uh, the person that's right next to me dress up right in front of me, like putting the fancy shoes on or something like that. And then, uh, it put the, some other, and then I was over there and I observed that they did that.
2: Well, tell me if this is right. You didn't think they were there you, did you? No. Okay. And do you, do you know anybody else in that picture? No. Do you know a gentleman by the name of Nick
5: Smith? Later I learned he was actually worked for my brother about um, for a week or two. I don't recall because uh, I live in, like, uh, I manage Milwaukee store. So I really don't even know his staff until when I come there because I'm there all day. Okay,
2: so people in the in that photograph mm-hmm. have worked for members of your family in the past. Agreed? Yes. Okay. Does your family's business give keys to people who no longer work there? They don't. So to physically get into the building, would somebody in your family have to open the building? Correct.
5: Okay.
0: Shirofficy then seeks to clarify that it was, in fact, Sal with whom Dominic Black and Kyle Rittenhouse interacted on August 25th, 2020.
2: Sal, do you have a, a BMW?
5: B- yes.
2: Do you remember giving Mr. Rittenhouse a ride from CarSource, what we call CarSource 2, which I think is the car doctor, to CarSource on 63rd? Do you remember doing that? No. You don't remember doing no. that that day?
5: No. But you do have a BMW? Yeah, I have 10 more cars.
0: Prosecutor Binger rises for redirect. He puts a text message on the TV screen. It reads, Hey Sam, it's Kyle. Do you need anyone to protect your business tonight? I am more than willing and will be armed. I just need an address. Me and my brother would both be there, armed.
3: Have you ever seen that message before? Yes. When did you see it? The first time? I think...
5: Thursday or Friday, my brother showed it to me.
3: Thursday or Friday of what week? The same week. Of the week of August 25th, 2020, when all this was happening? Mm Mm-hmm. Is that a yes? Yes, sorry. Is it fair to say then that this was a message that was sent or received by your brother, not by you? Correct.
0: Okay. Binger then puts the photo on the screen that Shirovacy had shown earlier.
3: There may be some things you've learned since then. I'm interested in, at that very moment, as you're standing there with that group of people, did you know any of them? No. i got to ask, why are you in the picture?
5: I saw uh, the guy right to the right of me dressing up, and I was so impressed. And he mentioned he's from uh, X Army. And I was like, I've never seen that. And I normally saw those saw these things on TV. So I'm the one who requested can I take a picture? And I think somebody did, I can't recall who did it. And then um I gave my phone number to uh Nick to send it to me. And then that's that's it. Did he ever do that? Yeah, he did.
3: I assume before this night you knew who he was.
5: No, because I always work in Milwaukee, and my
3: brother runs the Kenosha stores. Okay. Let's put aside Nick for a second. Did you know anyone else in that picture? No, sir. What was your understanding at that moment in time what those people were doing there?
5: They were saying that they're here to protect Kenosha because uh, and community service,
3: and I was like, okay. Did you hear any of them say they were specifically there for car source?
0: No. Binger concludes his redirect, and Corey Shirovacy rises for recross.
3: Mr. Kidry, I have one
2: question. Um, Are you aware that the people in that picture were at all three of your family businesses that evening? No. You were unaware of that? No. Okay. And you- no, i was. Just- yeah, no, I'm not aware of it. And you, at a little before curfew, you had left for the night, and that was your involvement on the
5: twenty-fourth, correct? It's a Tuesday. I'm sorry, twenty-fifth. Was it Tuesday? Yes. Yeah, that day. That's the last thing I did was uh, took the picture, and then my brother came in with uh, my our mechanic because we heard uh, people chanting over by the d- courthouse. And then uh, my brother came with the mechanic, he dropped them off, and we're like, okay, let's go. We just left.
1: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.
0: After his brother Sal steps down, on mole Sam Kindry takes the stand. Sam Kindry's hair is longer than his brother's on top. He, too, sports a beard and mustache. He wears tortoiseshell glasses, a gray turtleneck, and a gray down vest. Prosecutor Binger elicits testimony from Sam that he works for his father's car source dealership business and explains the three locations and operations of the family businesses in Kenosha. He also describes the arson and vandalism damage sustained by one of the stores. After Sam Kindry denies that he asked anyone to protect the business, Binger asks the witness about his awareness of the defendant.
3: Do you know or have you ever heard of a person by the name of Kyle Rittenhouse? No, I have. On that day, did you have any contact of any kind? Phone call, call? Uh, face-to-face discussion, email, a text message, anything like that with the person that you now know is Kyle Rittenhouse?
0: No, sir. At this point, Binger again shows the text message in which someone named Kyle offers Sam help in protecting his business and asks Sam Kindry about it.
3: Before today, had you ever seen that message before?
4: Before today? Yes, Yes, sir.
3: When was the first time that you saw that message?
4: I cannot tell you exact time, but it was the day after
3: the shooting. The shooting occurred on a Tuesday? Yes. August 25th? Yes. Are you saying that you saw this message on Wednesday? I am not
4: sure. I cannot remember which day it was, but it was
3: pretty close Mr. Kindry, the message that's up on that screen was that a message that you personally received on your cell phone at some point yes sir and I believe you're not sure exactly when it was that you first saw it is that fair to say yes sir the message appears to be from someone who identifies themselves as Kyle do you know who that is I do not. Someone sent this to your personal cell phone. Fair? Yes. Do you have any idea how that person got your cell phone number?
4: Well, ever since Monday morning and Tuesday, I've given out my cell phone number, maybe hundreds of thousands of people, media, general public, my customers. They actually came by for condolences and stuff.
0: Prosecutor Binger then reposts the photo of the armed individuals in front of the car source store, which was shown to the witness's brother earlier. Were you
3: there at the time that that photo was taken? I was not. Do you recognize anyone in that photograph? My brother. Other than your brother, do you recognize anyone else? My ex-detailer. What is that person's name? Nick. Can you identify him in that photo? Wearing a hat with a cross. He is the gentleman with the white hat with the red cross on it? Yes, sir. Other than your brother and the detailer, Nick, do you know or recognize anyone else in that photograph? No, sir. The individual who is the second from the right, he is a uh, male with a green shirt a black, long gun, and wearing a a backwards baseball cap. There is an orange uh, device or um, some sort of case right in front of him on the ground. Do you understand who I'm referring to? Yes. That is the defendant, Kyle Rittenhouse, as he looked on the night of Tuesday, August 25th. On that night, or at any point on that day, Tuesday, August 25th, do you remember having any contact with that person. Sorry, I got a question. Yeah. Uh, While he's armed? No. uh, I'm asking if you remember at any point on that Tuesday having any contact with that person, either in face-to-face, over the phone, a text message, an email, any contact of any kind.
4: I do remember I he came to me at car source at the first
3: location. When you say the first location, is that the one in the fifty eight hundred block that had been yes. damaged by the yes. fires? Tell me what tell us what you remember about him coming to you at that location.
4: It was pretty normal. Um just like everybody else they were talking to us and uh, that you're gonna be fine and this and that you will come back from this uh, his response was the same like the way he said it Uh, he talked about uh, how he can help us with fundraising the business and I'm sure he asked for my phone number which I gave it to him, just like I gave it to the media or any other individual who was nice and polite. Um, And I don't remember him giving me his
3: phone number, neither I asked for it. Did you talk to him about protecting or guarding either one of the car sources, locations, or car doctor? I did not. On Tuesday, August 25th, did you talk to anyone about guarding or protecting either of the car source locations or the car doctor? I did not. On that day, August 25th, that Tuesday, Mm -hmm. did you talk to Nick Smith, that, that individual? I did not. Did you provide keys to anyone on Tuesday, August 25th, So they could get in or out of any of the car source locations or car doctor? I did not. Did you offer money to anyone? I did not. Please let me finish. Sure. Uh, Did you offer money to anyone uh, in exchange for them guarding or protecting either of the car source locations or car doctor? I did not. Did you give anyone permission to be inside any of the buildings on either car source location or the car doctor location on Tuesday August 25th? I did not. Did you give anyone permission to guard or protect any of those three properties? I did not. On that particular evening did you know that there were people there with guns who had taken upon themselves to guard any of those car source locations or car doctor. Did you know that night that any of that was going on? I did not. I assume there came a time after that where you learned about that. Is that fair to say? The next day, yes. How did you learn about that? Uh, News channel. Was that the first time that you knew about any of that stuff? Videos.
0: Finger concludes his direct examination by referencing the text message from someone named Kyle to Sam offering protection.
3: Did you ever respond to this text message at any time? I did not. I didn't know who it was.
0: And with that, we conclude this episode of Jury Duty, The Trial of Kyle Rittenhouse. We will, of course, discuss the interrogation strategies of both Prosecutor Binger and Defense Attorney Corey Shirovacy during our weekly recap. Join us on our next episode as we look at Corey Shirovacy's cross-examination of Sam Kindry. Even on a budget,
1: quality is non-negotiable.
0: You can find more information about this trial at our Jury Duty Crime Story Patreon page or at crimestory.com. Jury Duty is created, hosted, and produced by yours truly, Carrie Antholis. It was co-produced by Chris Taracone and Aaron Karenik, and it was edited by Chris Taracone. Our consulting producer is Brittany Bookbinder. Music for this episode was provided by Strike Audio, and Trial Audio is courtesy of Law and Crime Networks. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you will come back for the next episode of Jury Duty, The Trial of Kyle Rittenhouse.